everyone, it's your girl Beautiful, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to my podcast last week about borderline personality disorder and suicide ideation. Now this week we will be talking about borderline personality disorder and abandonment, and what abandonment is as a whole. Again, listener discretion is advised. If this is triggering to you, you can tune in next week when we talk about something like our goal is to never trigger anyone but to further educate others through past and current experiences thank you for listening what is abandonment is it the swimming pool you used to go to when you were little is it the abandoned building down the block What is abandonment and what does it look like? Well, one of the criteria for borderline personality disorder is a sense of abandonment. I'm briefly going to share with you all the definition of abandonment as it relates to borderline personality disorder. As a person with borderline personality disorder, we have a symptom called fear of abandonment. So what does that mean? That means we have a fear of a loved one leaving us at any point. It could be a friend leaving, a boyfriend leaving, a girlfriend leaving. We're always afraid that our interpersonal relationships with others will come to an end at some point. Unfortunately, I grew up without a presence of my father in my household. I was raised by a strong, God-fearing mother who took on both roles of mother and father. My father was not there for me emotionally and mentally. I remember when I was younger, I used to run track and my dad was never there for a track meet. My father was never there for a dance recital, graduations, and prom. I remember seeing all of my friends who had their dad there or their mother and father both there, cheering them on and screaming and yelling. And I would just look up in the stands or out in the audience, whatever event I was doing at the time, and just see my mom standing there, being the loudest person. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, she was always the loudest person. So I never really felt like I was different, but it was just the difference in that my dad wasn't there. Now, when I was younger, this made me feel a sense of anger and confusion because everybody else has two parents, so why can't I have two parents, obviously? And I was also confused because I felt as though my dad just didn't want to be there. And I couldn't understand how you couldn't want to be there for your child's events or whatever they're doing because they need that support. They need that praise or the appearance of a parent there. So I couldn't understand that. But as I grew up, my anger and confusion turned into rage and my rage turned into abandonment issues. Because of my sense of abandonment from my father, I have trouble trusting males, loving males, accepting help from males. I personally don't know what it looks like for a man to take on a leadership role in and out of the home. As a result, this has plagued most of my relationships and friendships because I constantly have put myself in a position of leaving a friendship or relationship first before someone hurts me. Sometimes, 
I make the best judgment and me leaving was the best option. And sometimes I'm wrong and that person wasn't planning on doing me wrong or leaving. But unfortunately for me, something small or an inconvenience can trigger me into the sense of abandonment that I have always felt by my dad. Thereby, I take it out on others or I have an emotional outburst and even sometimes have a crisis because I'm constantly looking for for the acceptance of someone or something that has made it consistently known that they do not want to be a part of my life. I always tell people that I have formed some relationship or friendship with that I never wish the feeling of abandonment on anybody because it's exhausting because you always assume someone is going to leave regardless of what you said, what you did, and how you looked. It's just a never-ending cycle. And when you can sense that somebody is going to leave, you may go into overdrive to protect yourself from the feeling of abandonment because it is so exhausting. I tell people the fear of abandonment is like when you're little and you're put into a corner for misbehaving and all the rest of the kids are playing with the toys and the adults are paying attention to the other kids playing but not necessarily paying attention to you because you're crying and you're screaming because you are not a part of the activity. That's how I feel when it comes to abandonment. But in my scenario, I'm the kid in the corner crying and upset, yelling, kicking to get my dad's attention. As a result, my dad chooses not to pay any attention to me and goes on with his life like nothing has happened and as if I don't exist. In the past, I have chosen the route of acting like my father doesn't exist at all to cope with the fact that he essentially was never there. But my extended family, unfortunately, did not respect nor understand why I chose to say that I didn't have a father or that he didn't exist. They would get upset and say the good old saying, but that's still your father, and you know you have a father, which did more damage than they could ever know because I was essentially numbing my emotions because, as I mentioned, I go into a rage, and the rage is blinding, which they did not know. I was numbing my emotions also, so I wouldn't feel ostracized because my dad wasn't there. Sometimes I would only talk to him when I needed something. But more recently, I tried to have the normal father-daughter relationship with him. And I found it to be extremely emotionally and mentally exhausting and not rewarding at all because there was no consistency. And there was a lack of care on his part about maintaining a relationship. Unfortunately, I've had many multiple emotional crises in the past week. I have tried to figure out all of my life why I am not getting the attention or love from him. And sometimes I lash out as a child, like a child, and take it out on anything and everything because he's not paying attention. Maybe I'm a case of nature versus nurture. Who knows? Nature versus nurture, if you don't know, is essentially how you were raised. Some kids are raised in a loving home, and some kids are just raised to be taught how to survive. And in my case, 
I felt like I got both. The nurturing part came from my mother, obviously. The nature part came from my dad because he wasn't there. And in today's society, everybody's taught it's every man for themselves. So in a sense, I'm pretty much nature versus nurture. I still don't understand why he's not there. I hope one day I am able to understand why I get into an emotional rage and why it upsets me so much because he's not there. And I also hope that one day I don't take out that emotion or that question of why out on everybody else. And not to become so defensive and so anxious to leave first because I've been taught, unfortunately, that leaving first, you have no emotional responsibility because you were never there to begin with. So if you were never there to begin with, then you have no sense of entitlement. But I wanted to talk about abandonment because like I said, it is very real. It is an unfortunate theme in my life personally that I constantly struggle with. And a lot of the times with these podcasts, I try to be as authentic with my podcast. If it's something that I'm going through immediately and I feel like those can other people can relate, then I talk about it. Or if it's something that I've learned, I talk about it in that way. And I just want people to understand that if you have not ever had a sense of abandonment, please do not say the word abandonment if you have not ever felt it. Because abandonment is such a strong word. And if you've never felt it, don't describe whatever situation you're in as abandonment because that's not the word you should be using. And also watch when you use the word abandon because some kids listen to adult conversations and they can hear that word being tossed around and they can pick it up and be like, oh, I know what abandonment is and they really don't. So be careful. Like I said, I really tell people I don't wish the feeling of abandonment on anybody or the fear of being abandoned because you go into overdrive of people-pleasing. And people-pleasing is way more dangerous than the sense of abandonment to me personally. Because once you go into people-pleasing mode, you essentially disregard your own identity to get the attention and the love and respect that you want from another person. But they're not losing their identity. You're losing your identity to satisfy a craving that you have been longing for for a really long time and nobody knows this so you go into people pleasing and I have had a problem with people pleasing because I have always unfortunately like I've said looked out or wanted that fear of abandonment to go away I haven't found all of the answers and how I choose to deal with my abandonment fear as of now, 
but I do know that sometimes it is better for that person who has that fear of abandonment just to not sometimes pick up that relationship. Just leave it alone because it could be better for them. And for those who know somebody is going through a fear of abandonment or simply just disregarding a relationship, please do not do that. That's still whatever. That's still your mother. That's still your father. That's still your sister. That's still your aunt. Because sometimes people want to act like that person isn't there as a sense of protecting their emotions. Because a lot of the time, when you say that's still whatever that person is to that person, and then they fly off in a rage and you don't understand why, you would have wished you would have just let them say that person didn't exist. And as you can see, I'm talking from personal experience. It is best to let that person say whoever has abandoned them that they don't exist. It's just it's easier until they get to that emotional maturity to understand that what that person did to them is their choice and they have their choice to live a fruitful and a meaningful life. That takes people a long time to get to there. I myself am still trying to get to that point. But people have a way of protecting themselves emotionally. So allow them to do as such. Because everybody has their own way of protecting themselves. And most people are okay with it. But when it comes to somebody that has a mental illness or reacts emotionally and they choose to protect themselves in a certain way, people get defensive and people don't like it, which I think is not fair. So let those who have a fear of abandonment or mental illness protect themselves in a way they deem very necessary and do not disrespect that boundary at all. Or you can find yourself just not being around them. And that's also another option. But this concludes borderline personality disorder and abandonment. And I hope that this has helped somebody. And as always, we're going to take our three deep breaths. Ready? And as always, I'll holla.